Welcome to HearthCast, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. Be part of the show by calling 407-520-5342, following HearthCast on Twitter, liking HearthCast on Facebook, or emailing the show at contribute at hearthcast.com. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. Welcome to episode 71 of HearthCast.com, recorded for you on May 13, 2011, and made possible by RiptideSoftware.com. We are casual players, we talk about WoW, we talk about real life, and we talk about all points in between. Our show is just filled with tips, tricks, and lots of fun tidbits. In this episode, we're going to talk about the secret. The secret? Who's secret? I think it's your secret. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Um, we're also going to give you a Zygra guide update. The Corner of Carnage! That's right. Also, Roots Auction House tip. And an update from Siren. Hearthcast is the fastest growing podcast of its kind, and we simply couldn't do it without our awesome sponsors. Hearthcast Season 3 is proudly sponsored by Zyger Guides. Grinding is a thing of the past. Find out how you can win your very own copy of Zyger Guide this month from Hearthcast. You just keep on listening. Systom.com, global system and network monitoring. Mention HearthCast and get 25% off your first order. Carnage. Visit YouTube.com, Carnage1320, for the best in World of Warcraft PvP videos. We want to give a shout-out to our guildmates on Whisperwind. That's an elf, Praetorian Guards, and is a ninja looter. Our friends are fans on our Facebook page. And people in the Twitterverse. I have to go check my Twitter. I haven't checked it in like two weeks. I I have been amiss. Is that the right word? Remiss. Remiss. Yes. Sorry. Maybe you've been amissed. I've been messed. How about that? Ew. Yeah. No, not like that. Okay. (laughs) Just like, I don't know. So, hey, Freckleface. Hey, Root. What's going on with you this week in the world of Warcraft? Lots of stuff this week. Okay. I had something really exciting happen to me. Do tell. Okay, you know, do you know what I like to eat in dungeons? Cookies. No, no, wait, cupcakes. No, not the cupcakes. You're right the first time. Cookies. Fortune cookies. The fortune cookies. I love the fortune cookies. You love the fortune cookies. Because when you get the mysterious fortune card, you can flip it, right? Right. And you have a chance to get up to 5,000 gold. 5,000. But most of the point, you, most of the time, you just get 10 silver or something. You get a little saying. Right. You know, he who expects a wife will never be disappointed. There you go. You know, stuff like that. I like that one. But rather than just policy. buy a bunch of fortune cards, because I do love the game of it, and just flipping them all. Right. I bake them into cookies. Oh. And then when I sit down to eat, um, they give me a stat, and then I also get the card. Oh, when I, okay. I get yeah, the flipped yeah, yeah. card when I eat them. Right. So I'm like chilling in, you know, in my dungeons, and I get a card that's worth a thousand gold. No. Yes. Way. I was super excited. 1K gold? That's right. From a fortune cookie. Yes. Nice. And the fortune said, you are very fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> There's a... It's like, thanks, Blizzard. <laughs> yeah. It's obvious. That's cool. thousand yeah. k And speaking of luck, also, now this was a couple weeks back, but I, I think I forgot to mention it. What's that? On my rogue, I got a rare item Ooh. from archaeology. Oh, even cooler. Okay. Yes. Now, this is a trinket, and it is an epic le- item level 359 trinket. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. really nice. It's called Tyran's Favorite Doll, and it gives you plus 321 intellect. And I'm, I haven't really used it, but according to um, the description, it recaptures 20% of the base mana cost of your spells. And stores it within the doll to be released at a later time, up to four thousand two hundred mana. And when you use it, it releases all that ma- mana, so you gain it. And then all the enemies within fifteen yards take one point of arcane damage for each point of mana released. That's a pretty cool trinket. So you're using it, and then, or no, you have it equipped. It stores it mana. You use it. It gives you back mana and does damage at the same time. That is really cool. Now the niftiest thing about this, it is bound to my account. 
right to your Battle.net account. Right. So you can transfer it between any player on any server. Right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, I don't know how exactly to transfer it to character on a different server. Um, they were talking about that a little bit over on um, the instance. Uh-huh. And the speculation right now is that you'll be able to mail it um, and kind of have a drop-down list of what character and what server you're going to mail it to. Right. But it's pure speculation right now. Who knows? But Okay. So maybe that's something I could use for my shaman. Yeah. Um, as of now, I don't really have a use for it. I don't think it's as good as my trinkets that I already bought specifically for healing trinkets. Right. And I read a little bit on Wowhead, and some people complain because when you're doing... That's an AOE. What is it? Um, the trinket... Oh, that's right, because there's the arcane damage in the, in the radius. Right. So if you think about when you're in a dungeon and there's things that are crowd-controlled or what have you, doing an AOE inadvertently <laughs> might not be a good thing. That could be a very bad thing. Yes. That would not be good. So I've yet to try it out, but I, I was very excited. And that made it my 10th um, rare find in archaeology. So did you get like a... a I got a new title. Oh, wow. Achievement in a title. The first one I had gotten was um, assistant professor when you get one rare item. And now I'm an associate professor. Ooh, you got a promotion. I did get a promotion. That's cool. So that was super exciting. Um, now... Last week was all about me getting hammered on about my spell rotation as a healathen. Right. And I haven't, I've been on a few, a few times. It took me a few days to get back into the game. And I started thinking about, I was like, well, maybe I should try, you know, taking the guy's advice a little bit, even though he was, I didn't like the way he said it, but. Even though you spent a whole episode ranting about him (laughs) and, and just tearing him up. Well, my point was he was not being. Constructive, right? True, very true. Well, anyways, so I, I well, tried. Well, you know, it. but on that, you and I did a thing, uh-huh. an instance. I guess you were on your healer, and the guy uh-huh. said, "I've never have done this before. I've never done this fight before." Uh-huh. We were doing Tolbarat. Wasn't it Tolbarat? No, no, we no. were doing um, Bar- Grimbatol. Br- Grimbatol. Yeah, it was close. No, you're right. But we we're doing Grimbatol, uh-huh. and a guy goes, "I've never done this fight before. Any advice?" And what'd you tell him? I said, "Don't suck." There you go. <laughs> <laughs> But then I lulled. Yeah, you did. I and then said, we told JK. him what to do. Right. And I'm like, I'll get the guy. I'll fear the purple guy that and comes also, down. But, you know, I was kind of being facetious and also because I hadn't been in that dungeon recent enough that I could I could do my part well, but I could not be able to tell somebody else how to do it. That made sense. I, I didn't know what else to give him advice. I was just like, don't suck. Don't he's suck. Like, it's like, thanks. Yeah, and it's like, jerk. oh, thanks. <laughs> I thought that was funny coming from you after your entire episode of going off on a guy for giving you non-constructive criticism. You know, freckle face can joke around sometimes. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah. That wasn't freckle face though. Whatever. Oh, they're okay. all freckle face. I just have different like different teams. names for them. <laughs> <laughs> they're all freckle face. I just call them different names. <laughs> it's getting quite confusing if I call them all freckle face. You know what I mean? Different spellings of the same name. All right, so we got some feedback from a listener named Mega, who is also a Holy Paladin. And he listened to our episode last week when I was talking about the different spells. And he sent in um, a voice message. You know our voicemail hasn't been working. Yeah. But he actually attached an MP3 um, an email. Oh, very cool. So I was able to listen to it, and we're going to play it for you guys. Hello, Root and Freckleface. This is Mega. I am a holy paladin, and um, I've been listening to your show, I would say, for about a year now. I love the show. Um, I like the whole relaxed, um, social player um, aspect of this podcast. And um, I'm actually calling in because I was listening to your most recent podcast, and um, Freckleface was venting about dealing with those um, immature players in the dungeons that um, make um, life very difficult for us healers. And I guess you were sort of going to go back and look at your um, rotation for healing. And I was kinda, I was just going to kind of tell you what I do. Um, my main spec is holy, and I've been um, a holy pally for at least a couple years now. And um, I love it. Um, I also have a priest and a shaman, but uh, I, I love healing on my uh, holy paladin. And w- what I usually do is, um, and this is 
for five man dungeons and sort of in raids. Um, I, tar- I sort of tweak it a little bit when I do raids, but um, what I do is I beacon of light the tank, and I pretty much spam heal uh, holy light and holy shocks off of cooldown, and I keep them right on the tank because he's the one that should be taking most of the damage. Um, if I have to throw a heal out to to some of the players out there, then I just judge the damage. If it's minute, then I'll throw a holy light or a holy shock on them. Um, if it's um, you know big, then I'll throw a divine light. One thing I do is um, if the tank gets below seventy percent, I will throw a divine light on him. And you know if you're doing your holy shocks off a of cooldown, you're going to be generating that holy power. And what I try and do in five mans is if I can try and position myself if there's multiple people taking damage and get myself into a position to where I can throw out a, 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 um, a light of dawn which will heal um, at least five targets. And if nobody's taking damage, then I use my word of glory. It's a free heal. Both of them are free heals, but word of glory, I'll throw that on maybe one player or on the tank to keep him up. Uh, and that's pretty much what I do as far as my healing spells. Uh, my triage heal, you know, so I'll use my, uh, I'll see who's taking the damage and who do I feel will benefit from my heal. Uh, but most of the time, it's on that tank. Um, I also use my hands. Um, hand of Sacrifice is awesome. Um, I'll throw that on the tank off a of cooldown. Every time it's off, boom, it's back on the tank. 30% of the damage gets transferred to you, so it makes your job easier as far as trying to keep him up. But with Protector of the Innocent as well as your um, um, elem, uh, your e- uh, that one talent point, um, Elemental Judgment, are, it's down at the bottom, but if you, do your, if you use your judgments, you also heal yourself. Um, so um, I don't usually worry too much about myself uh, unless I'm standing in something bad um, with those two talents. Um, and then Hand of, uh, of Salvation, I'll throw that out on a player who's starting to aggro. Throw that on them, and every uh, two seconds they get some threat taken off of them. Um, I'll also use my Hand of Protection. If there's a player that's close to death, boom, I throw that on them, and there for 12 seconds, I believe it is, they can't um, take any uh, physical damage. Um, so, And then your cooldowns. You know, on boss fights, I, I use my cooldowns, I would say, at least twice per fight. Um, Avenging Wrath, and I also use my Divine Plea at the same time, um, right when my mana gets to about to 75%, um, I'll use that. And then usually by the end of the fight, if it's a long one, it'll uh, come back up. Um, what else do we have? The Guardian. I'll use him, you know, throw him out there if um, during a boss fight, if, I'm taking major, if we're all taking major damage. Um, I have, I use Holy Radiance too, so if three or more players are taking damage, I'll use my Holy Radiance, and I've macroed my Divine Favor to that, so that'll increase my haste, as well as my crit, so that's kind of nice, you get an extra tick on your Holy Radiance by doing that, um, and I'm just trying to think of, uh, any other things that I do, um, yeah, but I, I use my entire toolbox, and I focus on the tank, Throw out my spot heals on the players. Try and position myself to use my Holy Radiance, my Light of Dawn. Oh, and also damage mitigation. That was another thing I wanted to mention. Aura Mastery. If you haven't spent in the Aura Mastery, you got to. It's, it's so much better than what it was in Wrath. If I'm in a fight and, we're, and, I'm, and I'm struggling trying to keep everybody up, boom, Aura Mastery. And it gives you a lot of breathing room for six seconds to get everybody up. And I also use on cooldown in major fights uh, divine protection. It lasts for uh, it's a 40 second cooldown, and I forget how long it lasts. I think maybe 10 seconds, but um, it reduces the damage to you. So um, being a holy paladin is awesome. There's so much in our toolbox, and I don't expect you to play this. You probably don't need to, since I'm rambling on and on. I just wanted to leave this for you, freckle face, and maybe it'll help you out. Maybe you're already doing all this stuff. So um, I'm glad to hear you're enjoying it because I, I love being a Holy Paladin and I love talking to other Holy Paladins out there. And um, I read, there's so many different websites out there on, you know, from Elitist Jerks to Tank Spot to just other players that have their own blog page that specify on Holy Paladins. So um, thanks for what you guys do. 
I hope this helps you out, and um, I look forward to your next podcast. Uh, take care. Yeah, and Megan, I mean, that's that's some really great advice there. I have not had a chance to go back in yet and use that, but I know you're talking about the different hands of salvation and freedom, and, I, and that's something I've neglected just because of um, just not really fully understanding the spells. But I am going to take that to heart. I'm going to go back into dungeons, I'm going to use that advice, and then I will get back to you guys next week to tell you how that turned out. Cool. So you get to use the different hands of what other persuasion or different... freedom? There's freedom, salvation. Oh, um, I don't know. That, I don't know that memorized. Hand of persuasion would be really good. But can you just stand over there? You're like motioning with your hand, like walk closer to the edge. Just jump right off. Just oh, I hand. thought you're talking about like you know like the oh smacking like the slap. The <laughs> That's your hand of persuasion. That's hand slap. of attitude adjustment. Okay, <laughs> not persuasion. <laughs> Persuasion me to just move. Yeah, I walk over there a little bit, just a little bit further. There you go, right in the fire. Thank you, thank you. Oh, you're dead. I'm sorry. I'm you. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Right. Yeah, you. Just jump, jump, jump. Oh, so rude. I have talked at length about myself and what's been up with me. So tell us about you. What is up with you? I've, I hear you have exciting news. Yeah, I do have some exciting news. I have a lot of exciting news. Um, it is a whole new game for me. It is, I've had an epiphany. Epiphany. An epiphany. I've had a paradigm shift in the way I play the game. Oh. And, you know, I wanted a bit of a change because I was kind of getting, you know, I've been doing this whole Zyger guide thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I love it. But I was kind of hitting a brick wall with, with Zyger again. And uh, I said, you know, I need a little bit of a change here. So I said, well, let me jump back on route. And I kind of looked at Root, like I said before, in an entirely different light. Up until this point, I could honestly say, well, you actually said it before. You said, well, you sucked. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. But typical DPS, you know, kind of coming in low on the on the DPS meters, right? Okay. And uh, more of a utilitarian class. And that's kind of how I looked at the Warlock, like a utilitarian class. And we're not so much a utilitarian class anymore because everything we could do as a utilitarian is being replaced by guild perks. So, you know, summoning people into an instance, uh, I don't know, more health, you know, just different things we have are starting to get replaced. So I had a little bit of an epiphany, like I said before. Mm -hmm. And I decided to change some stuff up, and we'll talk about that possibly later. But as you saw... And uh, when we were in Grim Batol, where was I on your damage meter? You were number two. Yeah, right behind a uh, another player. Uh, yeah. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> someone asked. Uh, someone asked me that the other day, well, "Who are you behind?" I'm like, I have no idea. I was so excited to be on the you know on the top. Well, and you were you were on the top um, at few t- during the fight. I had my recount open, and, and there was times when you open the top, and then you go back to number two, and you kind of went back and forth. Yeah, but into the fight, you're number two. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, it, it's it's interesting. Been doing a lot of randoms with Root. Of course, it's randoms, but it's only three dungeons I can get into. Why is that? Just my item level at the time. So I was doing, I was either three or four, but I was doing Grimbatol. Okay. Uh, Who? Yeah, Halls of Origination. Right. And what's the one you actually fight the um, the crocodile at one point? Uh, Lost City. Yeah, the Lost yeah. City. Yeah, those are the three I was doing. Okay. And I'm getting to know them really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like them all for different reasons. Love all the boss battles for different reasons. And um, at one point in time, you know, between, I guess, between uh, instances, I've been actually questing with Root over in, uh, I'm doing the um, uh, Cataclysm stuff, the, the quest change in Cataclysm, finishing those up. So right now I'm in Twilight Highlands and um, just kind of questing going through there. And actually found, you know, it was last night and I was, you know, debating whether or not I was going to crash and go to sleep because I was kind of tired. I said, well, you know what? I got this one quest to go turn in. It's right over here. Let me go over here and turn it in and see what's up. Mm-hmm. So I go over there, turn it in and see what's up. And right next to where I turn it in is a rare spawn. Dun, dun, dun. So I'm like, you know what? I'm taking this rare spawn down. And he put up a good fight. But then I realized this rare spawn is a uh, uh, demon. So in the middle of the fight, when I'm getting, you know, pretty much my butt handed to me, I say, you're a demon. I can banish you. 
So I banish him. Okay. And then I pull out my Void Walker because I had the wrong pet up. Because when I'm in, in uh, instances, I always have my fell guard out, my little okay. doggy. Mm-hmm. So I get my Void Walker out, heal up a little bit. And uh, when the bandage breaks off, I take the guy down. And he drops some level three something pants. 330, no wait. 344, I think, pants. I think it said it was 331, didn't he? No, that's my total item level now is 331. Oh, okay. 344, that's... That's pretty high. I don't know. I can go look later. But they're high. There was a huge upgrade for me. They're gymmed. I have to go gym them now with the red and the yellow gym. Okay. They're not necessarily warlock pants. Oh, right. (laughs) Because I think you should... And they have spirit, which I don't think you need them, do you? But they're still an item level that puts me up to 331, which apparently will get me into heroics. Yes, it will. So, eyes wearing them. All right. All right. (laughs) Like you said, this weekend we're going to spend some time running heroics. Yes. I'm excited about that. And a little update on Siren. He's now level 32. I have not grouped with him yet. i got to go group with him. That's my next big thing with him. I do need to get him better equipped. I was looking at his armory profile today. He doesn't have a helm. Doesn't have a hat. Yeah, hats are actually pretty hard to come by in those lower levels. Yeah. I don't think there's, I don't think there's any even available until level 30. He'll probably have to buy them for the auction house. There's probably going to be a very limited selection. He's bought a couple of items already. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that. He's like, I was like, where'd you get this? He's like, uh, off a of boss. I was like, this thing said it was made by somebody. You got this in the auction house. He's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all right. That's cool. Um, I did tell him he had to go back and, and listen to the episode we did on etiquette. Uh-huh. Because, like, he's playing the other night, and he has school night. Okay. And Mrs. Root's like, Log off, go to bed. And so that's what he did, because he's a good kid. Mom says okay. do something, he does it, right? Mm-hmm. Logs off and goes to bed in the middle of Nomergon. <laughs> and I'm like, did you just log off and go to bed? You didn't tell them? You didn't say, hey, guys, I'm sorry, I've got to go, anything? He's like, no, I just logged off. I was like, dude, you need to go back, find our episode on etiquette, and listen to it, because you don't <laughs> tell, you just don't log off in the middle of an instance. You tell someone. Because those guys probably waited for you for three minutes. Oh, because it's just a little disconnect thing? Yeah, why did you disconnect? Because he just kind of click it, gone. Oh, sure. At least leave the party so they can... He didn't even do that. So it pops up the cue thing to... Yeah, he he just left. He just quit, gone. Were they they in in combat? I don't know that much. I hope not. That would really stink. I didn't ask him that. I I think I was afraid of that answer. (laughs) At least he's just DPS. But I do want to dust off my healer now. I've got, you know... uh, was it Squid Cash? I want to dust him off and uh, and get in there and, and help him out and see what's up. What level is he? Uh, 33, I think. 33, See, 34. I'm level 43, but I'm Horde, so it doesn't really help. And now Freckle Face is time for a new edition. We don't have any bumper music for you yet, but we're going to get some. So I'm going to do it myself. It's time for the Corner of Carnage. Yeah, it's a little tip from Carnage he sends every week. This week he's got an enchanting and uh, jewel crafting gold tip. Since for this gold tip, you'll need to be buying Elementium and Obsidian Ore. Now, you need to prospect the ore into gems, turning them into rings and necklaces. You will not be cutting the Jasper gems, as they are used for a uh, jewel crafting daily, and they can sell for an easy 20 gold when that daily is up. Save the blue gems for the auction house as is, or cut them. Now, you're going to DE all the rings and necklaces you make and put the mats on the auction house. After you buy around 2,000 gold worth of each ore, you sell the gems and you enchanting and enchanting mats on the auction house, you will make an easy 5 to 7K profit. He That's says, nice. thanks, and remember to subscribe to his YouTube page over at youtube.com forward slash carnage1320. A lot of people doing that shuffle right now. Where they go and they get the stuff and then they prospect it and they do all that and they put the mats back up on the on the auction house and they're turning a great profit. But I've heard that we're about to have a big shift in the way uh, gems are handled in the game. How so? I don't know enough about it, so I can't answer that question. I just heard that if uh, you may need to go look at the patch notes coming up, but I've heard they start. Uh, I think maybe it's the uh, availability or the rareness of some of the gems is going to change. So. They may not be able to do that anymore, but they might. Each week, Hearthcast gives its listeners tips to help them buy, sell, trade, or otherwise make money on the in-game and remote auction house in World of Warcraft. 
All brought to you for free by your gnomish hosts, Root and Freckleface. This Auction House segment is brought to you by none other than Auction House Junkies from Cold and Wes. Great podcast. Love them. Um, You know, I introduced Siren to the Auction House this week. Did you? Yeah. How do you like it? He likes it a lot. You know, he's been going there looking at stuff and buying stuff. I'm like, hey, let me show you how to make some money on this thing. And, you know, he's been saying, he's been trying, like, selling uh, trash, basically. He sold some things, like uh, a couple green items they got out of a dungeon or picked off a mob or boss or whatever. But to the most part, for, for the most part, not a highly successful auction house career to date. So I said, you know what? Let me log on and show you how to do this thing. Real simple. And I decided I was going to take him through some simple steps. And I avoided trying to make a whole, you know, drawn out segment for our show. I decided not to. Okay. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> so what I did do, though, is I met him on in Ironforge over at the auction house. And uh, I had him follow me through Ironforge. And I took him on a little tour. And I said, here's where this guy is. And this is what he sells. He never took this. Now buy this, this, and this, and this. Now come over here. Here's another guy. This is what he sells. Buy this and this. So I took him around, and I was basically introducing him to the fact that you can buy limited item, or limited quantity item things from vendors for just a matter of silver, and then taking him over to the auction house, putting him up on the auction house, and turning that matter of you know maybe a couple gold total investment into over you know a couple hundred gold profit. And it was really funny because he's going over there, he's doing his thing, you know, he's buying this stuff. Do I buy this? Yeah, buy that. Okay, okay. Put it on the auction. How much do I put it up here for? Well, let's, you know, what is everybody else? It's going to be average pricing. And he's like, all right, so make your decision. And he put his money in and I put his buyouts in and he kept putting it for 24 hours. I'm like, no, no, put it for put it for 48. Put it or you know, your maximum you can. And then it was, I want to check my auctions. I want to check my auctions. Every, like, anytime he has, like, five minutes, he wants to log on and see how his auctions are doing. And he was so excited because the next day after he put those on, they sold. And he made, like, you know, a good amount of profit. So, sidebar, he has an iPod Touch, right? Yes. Are you going to get in the remote auction house? I don't know. Okay. I don't know yet. Just wondering. I don't know if that's too much of a distraction for him right now or not. Imagine him sitting in class checking his auctions. Well, they're changing the wireless router password at this school, so that may not be happening. <laughs> right now, all the kids have the wireless passwords, so everybody's online at school all day. <laughs> and the school's wondering why their internet connection is so slow. Ah. Yeah. So, he just found out they're changing the password, and he's going to try to find out what the password <laughs> is. So. But, uh, yeah, he's going through that, and... Um, He's really liking the fact that it's very, very easy to make money in the auction house uh, simply by buying limited item, limited quantity items, things from mm-hmm. the uh, the vendors and putting them up there and flipping them. Now, I am going to start showing him next week how to buy items, like combining them or splitting them up, which sell better as a group, which sell better, better as, uh, you know, pairs or quads or whatever. And uh, we'll go from there and see how he how he enjoys that. I guess for me, um, auction house stuff, it's it's um, the first thing to go when I'm not playing as much. Yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah. Me I too. Mean, yeah. It's when I'm only logging on like once or twice a week, I get on, I'll either, um, yeah, I, I get on to Dungeons. If I have more time, I'll get on to Freckleface and do some archaeology. More time than that, then I start messing around with my auctions. But right now, I'm mostly just mailing stuff to one of my two bank calls and it's just kind of sitting there. Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at too, yeah. um, because I've been like, like I told you earlier, I've been running a lot of the uh, dungeons, not heroic dungeons, but dungeons with root, and in uh, Grim Batol, um, man, it's a Skinner's paradise in there. It is, and I will teach you um, a trick. Have you noticed the first boss? You need um, skinning four thirty. Yeah, but there's something you can get that it pushes you to 430. Yes. There's an item. You- there is an enchantment that gives you plus five skinning that you can right. put on gloves. Yep. So what I do is I have an extra pair of gloves that I keep in my bag. And I, I don't know if you noticed I did that. Um, no. But I put, the, I put the gloves on, skin the boss, and then put my other gloves back on. And I was hoping it would be some sort of like rare type of skin or some kind it's of... It's not. Like, it just gives like, you like six of them or something, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just yeah. you know the regular other. But even still... And you know, I've been trying to sell those that enchantment on the auction house forever. Make a few. I made a few extra. I was like, oh yeah, everyone everyone's gonna need this. No one needs it. No one thinks no, about it. No one thinks about it. 
Because it's, I think that's the only boss that requires a four thirty. You're gonna send it to Rude, aren't you? If I still have him, oh, I might have just I'll sold him for the cheap. Him. <laughs> I'll send you one, but you have to buy the gloves yourself. Oh, okay. I'll buy the gloves. That's cool. Yeah. Just um, get like the cheapest gloves you can get. Go to the little vendor in Stormwind where they sell the white gloves. Yeah. What can it enchant? Oh, I don't want to enchant. Right. You want to keep a pair of gloves? Actually, no. I think it has a minimum item level, but. You can still find a cheap we'll pair. Yeah. Everything you know about World of Warcraft has changed forever. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced hardcore player or a complete noob. Everyone has to relearn the game. We decided to level a new character exclusively using the Zygor Guide and provide weekly updates to the Hearthcast listening audience. Let's find out how well Zygor Guides did this week in the world of Warcraft. Don't forget to tweet hashtag HearthCast for your chance to win this month's Zygor Guide. Uh, we already have several entries, so don't miss out on that. Uh, Zygorgan is now level 72, so I'm doing good on keeping him at least one level away from our episodes. Um, and I was doing, I'll talk about this earlier. I was doing this quest where I had to go down this... Uh, like a pit in the ground. And, Where were you? Oh man, I knew you were gonna ask that question. <laughs> All right, um, you were in. You're northern. I'm, I'm right? in northern, right? I'm by the guy, the big horse people. I'm north of, um, Fizzcrank. Okay. Just north of there is like there's like a big hill and there's like big minotaur horse type men there. Oh, that big cave. Yeah. Oh, and right, in the bottom right. of the cave, there's a dude who needs escorted out. Oh, I hate that guy. All right. Yeah. Me too. That's what got me to start playing Root again, because I got tired of dying. <laughs> you can just get that quest. No. No? No. It, no, oh, because that goes against Zyger. what I'm trying to do oh, with Zyger sure, Guides. Sure. So, I'm down there literally 10 times. I had to die 10 times. Because first I'm like, you know what? I'm going to kind of, I'll cheat this thing. I'm going to fly down the middle of this thing and land and escort this. No, that's not happening. Why not? Did it dismount you when you got in? No, I flew all the way down, but then I was getting gained up on by like six mobs. Oh, you're aggroing stuff on the way? Yeah. <laughs> or not. I'm just, there's guys around this. So I'm like, all right, uh, let me try this. And I end up in there, and this is something I didn't like. Okay. I pull the big Minotaur guy, whatever the horseman, away. I kill him. I go around the sides. I take off the guys on the sides, the four guys, the other, other four guys. I go and I start the escort quest. The guy stands there. I mean, he's all like, okay, let's go. We got to hurry. I'm like, yeah, we got to hurry. We got to go because this guy's dead and he's coming back to life. We need to go. Right. No. He sits there and waits until that jerk responds. <laughs> and I'm like, you dirty little, I ought to leave your butt down here. <laughs> it's a gnome, right? Yeah. That's why I couldn't. I've, you know, it's got a thing for gnomes. What can I say? So I can't. You know, I'm fighting this guy. I'm trying to get out, and now we go around the corner. Oh no, there's more mobs, so I die. And I'm so I'm like, all right, that didn't work. So finally, I get down in there, and I decide to solo everybody and leave my pet on the other guy. Okay. So I solo those four guys. Pets on the big guy. I'm almost dead. I'm popping health mana, mana. I mean, health pots whenever I can. I'm doing anything I can to keep myself alive. Run around the corner. Kill the Minotaur guy, big horseman. Start the thing up because now the guy is moving. So I'm like, no, while he's fighting, I'm sorry. While uh, my pet was keeping the aggro of the big horse guy, I go over and I start the quest. The guy runs over. I'm like, great, you're moving. This is wonderful. Kill the big horse guy, start moving around. And there's like six or seven more things. I am like popping health. Like I said before, I'm popping health pots. I'm trying to keep myself alive. And I am literally, when we get out of the cave... We're in one last fight, and I'm going, you better complete this freaking quest, or I am going to punt you back to <laughs> Nomragon, <laughs> and you will meet Siren somewhere in that instance. <laughs> and literally, it he completes, and I die. Oh, wow. And I'm like, that's okay. It's fine. I will run back because the graveyard's right around the corner. I know uh-huh. exactly where it's at because I've been there 12 times already. <sighs> So I got that completed. All right. And I was happy. And then something happened that causes me to believe that the folks from Zyger listen to this podcast. At least maybe this segment. 
I had a pop-up that said, hey, you're now at a level where you can move over here and get better experience. Would you like to go there? I said, yes, I would like to go there and get more experience. Thank you very much, Zyger Guides. So I click yes. And it adjusts my waypoint. But now I've got like eight quests to go turn in that it kind of ignored. So I said, well, before I go over, let me go turn in my eight quests. It's free XP at this point. Fly around, turn on my eight, eight quests. And I'm flying up to wherever it's Storm Peaks, I think I'm sending me to. I don't know, remember? Maybe not. You're looking at me for Well, funny. Storm Peaks is uh, level 77. Okay, I'm not going to Storm Peaks. Uh, maybe Dragon Blight. Maybe Dragon Blight. Yeah, Dragon Blight is like one familiar. up from Bor- yeah. Green Tender. It's very snowy. Um, I'm, I don't remember yet. I'm, I'm There's flying nine elves? There. I don't. Yes. Okay, yes. That's, that's Dragon Blight. All right. Well, I'm flying up there and it dawns on me. I still have that stupid thing for 20 gold that I bought out of the auction house. So put it back up on the auction house. I want to put it up for 21 gold. Okay, so you can profit. And I was like, you know what? That's okay, because at least now I know why I left, because I can make more money, or not more money, but more experience for this other spot. Sure. Now, I did want to make a note that you should, if you're using Zyger Guides, manually update, go and run a little Zyger Guide update client that they have, and make sure that you have the latest version at all times of Zyger. I've been doing it once a week and noticing that there have been changes once a week. So highly recommend that you go in there and update that at least once a week. Controversial. Thought-provoking. Game-changing insider information. Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show. So you ready for the big secret? Oh, I am. Are you ready for the big reveal? I've been ready. Are you ready to know what I did, what epiphany I had, what paradigm shift occurred in my life as a warlock in the world of Warcraft to take me from the bottom of the DPS charts to the top? I've been building this up for a long time, haven't At least a week. Yeah, you You've have. been wanting to know. I have. You have. First of all, it's a small change. Okay. Followed by a larger change. Okay. The small change is I had a shift on how I, like I said before, I had a shift on how I view the class of Warlock. I've been playing him up until this point. I've been playing my Warlock as a utilitarian class. What can I do to make everybody else be a success in this particular boss encounter? Which meant get my dots up, get my curses up, manage the dots, manage the curses, manage the banes, manage all this kind of stuff. And while I'm doing all all that, yeah, let me throw in some of my, you know, damage that I can do. But for the most part, keep a pet up that helps everybody out like my uh, imp to give everybody a haste boost and keep you know the dots up on the bosses and just you know be there for everybody else's success not anymore now when i go in i keep my fell hunter out or my succubus depending on the situation and if we have a lousy crowd control guy when they're with me now i'll get to my dots and my curses and my banes when I have a time to get to them. Oh. I'm all about dropping damage. As much damage as possible. So I have reordered the way I cast my spells. To first start off with a lot of damage, and while my damage is ticking, drop the dots on. Then come back, and while the rotation is still going, I'm now firing off more dots, more damage... More dots. More dots, more dots. More uh, more of my chaos bolts. I am keeping, you know, once the rotation starts going, I'm keeping the banes up. I'm actually doing more with my pet. I'm having it do uh, its devour magic, which gives me bonuses. So I'm kind of looking at it now as opposed to what I did before, which was let me do whatever I can do to help the group out. Now I'm like, you know what? Healer, you're slow stone. Everybody else, watch out. Because I'm just going to lay a lot of damage down. And if I aggro something and I pull it away from the tank, then tank, you suck. Because you're letting a warlock pull aggro off of you. And believe me, it's happened. When I go in, 
the first thing I do when the, like, the guy's like, okay, Hunter, we need you to lay the trap. I'm like, Hunter's traps suck. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to fear that guy. He's going to run all over the place. You don't know warlocks, dude. I fear the guy stays there. I'm right where he's at. He cowers because he's afraid of me because I'm a badass warlock in this game. I'm so bad, Charlie Sheen calls me the warlock. That's how. <laughs> no, some dude actually did that. He's like, dude, you, are you Charlie Sheen? <laughs> in the middle of an instance, I'm like, no, Charlie Sheen wishes he was me. That's all that is to this. It's a complete attitude change for the way I played a warlock. I, I am no longer there for anybody else but me. I need on just about anything. Even plate? I don't, if I can, you, no, it doesn't let me need on plate. <laughs> I accidentally, this is a true story, I accidentally, I was in uh, the city one. And like the very first corner you come around, you know, and there are like five guys sitting there. Oh, yeah. And you know, I do my thing. I fear the guy. Bye bye. He's sitting there. He's cowering. Because you know what? By the way, if you're a warlock and you don't have the glyph of fear, get one because you're not a true warlock if you don't have it. Because if you don't, the guys run around and they right, go aggro, aggro everything yeah. else. The glyph of fear, they cower. They stand in place. Right. So go get it. So they go. I'm doing my thing. I'm coming, knocking them down, knocking them. Everybody's dead. I go over. This helm drops. The helm was like a 359 or something. It's okay. It's a lot. Maybe I don't know. It was a lot. Like a huge upgrade for okay. my little 313 or whatever I had on, right? Right. I see that, and I see like spell power, and I go, freaking need. <laughs> and then someone goes, the warlock just needed on a healing hat. <laughs> and so I look at him, I look at the stats again, I'm like, oh, man, I sure did. And so I said, look, if I win it, I'll give it to the healer. And the other person's like, no, we should just re-roll. I'm like, no, you're not a healer. If I win, I'm giving it to the healer. Because if I win, I'm winning legit at me because I need it on it. The healer is going to roll need. If I win, I can do whatever the heck I want to with it because it's mine. If you have a problem, go to Blizzard. That didn't really say all that. I just said, I think it's fair if I give it to the healer. <laughs> but I was thinking that. Okay. I won it. I gave it to the healer. All right. And then afterwards, the healer was like, you know, that was really cool of you. You could have just taken the thing and left and, and been like, oh, whatever. Right. I was like, no, I really, if I, oh, I got like tunnel vision. I saw a huge upgrade and said, got to have it. Right. It's, like, it's got more stamina, more insight, more spell power. I want it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a healing thing. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not being, you know, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, yes, my attitude on how I play a warlock has changed, but how I play the game has. And if I make a mistake, I'm still going to own up to that mistake. Oh, absolutely. So I went through and uh, like, I've, like I told you before, I've gotten comments about finally a warlock who knows how to play the game. Really? Holy cow, our DPS is incredibly high. Uh, most of the time when we're on these dungeons, now mind you, they're not heroics. I understand that. But for the most part, we're downing bosses uh, at or under a minute. And everybody's yeah, going good. like, and most of the people who have um, uh, deadly boss mobs, and mm-hmm. it tells you you know what your record is, well, they're breaking records. Right. They're right. breaking the re- their time record on how long it's taken. And it's like, they're like, holy cow. To the point where last night, a guy actually made a legitimate statement, and I think it's a pretty cool statement. He said, and this has nothing to do with me, but our group as a whole rocked it hardcore last night. Okay. And he said, I wish there was a button or some way that you could save a pug group. <laughs> Come back for it. To go back. And, you know, and, I'm, and it's yeah. like, you know, as opposed to like trying to make sure everybody was online and then your friends list gets all big and everything. If there was just a button that Blizzard put in the game and said, I like this group so much that I want to make this my, my routine pug group. Mm-hmm. save this as this group and let me just click on this button or have it light up when all those people are online. You click at one time, send them all a mass message and go, hey, let's all queue or queue us all together. Mm-hmm. Because we really did have a very, we had a great group. Everybody was doing great. Everybody knew their roles and it just worked out really well. Now, the thing I like about one of the instances, I can't remember what it was, uh, a couple of them, Ah, the one, uh, Halls of Origination. All right. It's got demons. I can banish demons. Nice. Right? And so you get in there and people are like, oh, I hate this part because we got, I'm like, no, no, no. I banish that guy. You know, like, you do what? I'm like, I'm a warlock. I know how to play my class. I banish him. We fight those guys. By the time these guys die, if we get them down fast enough, which we will because I'm here, <laughs> then we'll have about 10 seconds before my banish wears off on this guy and we'll be fine. And so, it works. You know, whenever I get into um, Shadowfin Keep, it has a lot of undead. Right. And I always feel a little bit sad that I'm not playing Red because <laughs> I have spells that work really hard against undead and demons. Right. And I have Turn Evil, which makes them, which fears, but only fears undead and demons. 
Well, why don't you get a, a, a dual spec? Well, I am dual spec. It's just uh, queuing as a DPS. You know, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Plus, I don't really know my rotation other than press the button that lights up. I can help you with this. <laughs> okay. Because the okay. second part of this whole thing is right. I found an add-on. Ooh. That has greatly helped me realize the error of my ways and allow me to adjust what I was doing. What add-on is that? It's called Spell Flash. Spell Flash. Hast thou used Spell Flash? I have not. I'm thinking you have not. Now, the thing about Spell Flash, it's got a main and then it's got every class that has just like little add-ons for it. So you get the Spell Flash main and then a Spell Flash class, whatever okay. class you are. Just like it says, it lights up your spells. Okay. Whatever the next best spell for you to cast, it will light up. Oh. Now, I have not always listened to it, but it helped me rearrange the spells uh, in my uh, in my action bar mm-hmm. to where it made more sense for me to use them in, mm-hmm. a certain, in a certain order. To the point now where, if you can believe this, you know me. You've known me. We've played WoW for a couple years. A couple years together now. En route, I'm doing more damage without a single macro than I was using macros. Oh. Because of the spell rotation I'm using now. Nice. Spell Flash has greatly helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have recommended Spell Flash to my son. Mm-hmm. I've recommended it to Kung Fu Jelvis. He's now using it. It can really do an incredible amount of difference in how you play the game. Because here's the thing. When I was looking at my spell rotation prior to now. Okay. I looked at it first as, what are the fastest spells I can get off first? What are my instant casts? What are my least amount of time casts? Because in my mind, in the way I was doing the math, the more spells I could get off and have on this mob, the faster that mob would go down. In a way, that's kind of true. The more, the more spells I was putting on him, the maybe a little bit of the faster he was going down because of everybody else, but it was not helping me as a player. See, so it helped the group, but not me. Okay. By helping myself out now and concentrating on myself and how, you know, getting myself to the top of the DPS charts and kind of taking a bite out of that little pie. Okay. Drinking some of that DPS Kool Aid, uh-huh. if you will. I still think the uh, overall that the mobs are going down maybe a little bit faster. Right. And. You know, yeah, it, they they might somebody else might do a little more damage if I have a um, you know curse of nature or something on the thing, but so what? You know, maybe the druid might want that. I don't care. You know, druid, you either heal or you DPS in the, your moonkin form, whatever. Do your job. Let me do mine. So because of that, like I said, I am now like you witness this. I can do some damage now. That's right. Now, next week I may be crying because I'll be doing it on a heroic. So I suck again. But right now, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, at the, I'm pretty much really loving my war. And it, you know, us warlocks right now are getting a lot of, uh, a lot of unlove. What? I don't know. A lot of, not really hate. Flack? I don't know if it's even flack, but can you, outside of me, can you think of the last time you were in a group with a warlock? Mm. It's rare. Yeah. People aren't playing us, the class anymore. That's true. Because they think the class is getting rolled over and is kind of under-geared or under-privileged you know, privileged or under-whatever. And that just ain't the case. The, uh, the fact is that we are getting a lot of love right now from Blizzard, and we're about to get more. Because that's kind of what happens. When Blizzard notices that classes aren't being played, they kind of buff them a little. But I just know this. In my personal game time, the way I'm now playing the game, I have never enjoyed it as much as I am now, especially with Root. Mm-hmm. With, you know, with Zyger, again, running him around, that's still a blast, even though I got really frustrated with the other. But now, man, once I get out of that area, in that hard quest, I was like, bam, 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 just doing the quest back and forth, back and forth. Now, where I'm at in Twilight Highlands with Root, I'm using Zyger guides too, so that helps. Right. But I am truly, truly enjoying this newfound power that I have with Root. Now, how did you decide to go to Twilight Highlands as opposed to Oldham or... Um, Zyger guys told me. It told you. It told me. And I'm like, okay, I'll go. Well, but you're on Root, so you don't have to follow I've been Zyger to all guys. those already, though. I did Oldham. But how far did you get in the... Did you finish it? Yeah. 
You did? Yeah. How far did you get with Ramekin? Well, who? Ramekin, the rat. Well, here's what I'm saying. When I was trying to get gear, what I did was I went out yeah, wild head yeah, and I looked yeah. at the quartermaster. Right, I'm not doing that. Areas. I'm not repping it. Well, you should. I know. You should also get a tabard. Um, I don't know what tabard I have. I have a tabard on right now. I forget. I remember what it is right now. Is it giving you rep? I think I maxed it out. And I'm at something. I got like some, I don't know where. I think it's Iron Forge or some crazy rep thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like 999 out of 1,000. It's like, would you hurry up and move? Oh, it's not going to move. It's it's it, that's that's the max. Nine hundred. What? Why don't you say it is nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine or whatever out of out of that? Instead I don't, of I don't know because maybe if they come out with a different status higher than exalted, <laughs> I don't know. Why doesn't let me have a th- you know the the thousand? I don't know. But the point is, is that what you need to do is look on Wowhead, look through quartermasters, right? Because they sell purples. Level 359 stuff. See what you need is a warlock. And then quest in that area and pick up their tabard. All right. Like if, I would do that. If the Wild or clan sells something you can use, okay, finish up your quest in Twilight Highlands and pick up their tabard. So when you do go into dungeons, you're getting rep for Wild Hammer clan. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, you're right. I should do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And um, in, what's the rock place? I don't know. It's where Stone Core is, but it, the place isn't called Stone Core. But there's two different reps there. There's Earthen Ring and then there's um, Therizane, which might have some stuff for you. Oh, they have really good rings. The really good what? Rings. Oh, rings. Yes. Oh. I still haven't gotten my freaking green drake yet. <laughs> you another still going for that? Tick bird hatchling. Made me mad. <laughs> I'm still going for that. What do you mean? It's been a few years, hasn't it? <sighs> I've been years yet, has it? I think so. You got yours on the first week, though. You yeah, I got it pretty soon, yeah. No, it's like the first week. You're like, oh, I got mine. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's the big secret. Attitude and a cool little add-on called Spell Flash. Thanks for listening to another episode of HearthCast. Just like Carnage and Mega did today, you can send in questions, comments, or any other feedback by emailing us with attachments or using our website submission form over at HearthCast.com. You can email us at contribute at HearthCast.com. You can try to call the HearthCast hotline at 321-558-7637. If you want to hear a, a busy signal. It'll ring and ring and ring and ring and ring. Hey, you can also send us a post over on Facebook, or you can tweet us at HearthCast, at HearthCast Roots, and HearthCast Freck. We'd again like to thank our sponsors, Zyger Guys, System.com, YouTube.com, that's Carnage1320 over YouTube, and of course, the fine folks here at RiptideSoftware.com. And don't let us be your secret. Share us with your friends, rate us on iTunes, or give us a link from your blog, and we will link back. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface from HearthGas.com. Thanks for listening to the podcast.